0: Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. Welcome to our 250th episode, also known as our Disaster Special. Uh, we seem to hit these landmark numbers once a year and thus have started to take the opportunity to do an annual special. 2018, we did our Christmas special. 2019, we did our Halloween special. But 2020, what a horrible year it's been. Fires, riots, riots. Giant Hornets Explosions, Uh, that one's recent and still tender, Um, and of course the global pandemic that is COVID-19. So all in good taste, what better year to celebrate and talk about all things disaster movies. Much like our Christmas and Halloween special, we'll resurrect some old segments but put a disaster spin on them. Throughout the episode, we'll talk about major disaster movies and disaster movie characters, and we'll even have some recommends, five each, of what we consider to be must-watch disaster movies. Be warned, however, for any of the movies we'll discuss today, we may be talking spoilers. We've opened the disaster category up to anything related to an end-of-the-world-type situation, so a global catastrophe, climate change, a media... The Earth's core exploding, an alien invasion, or less likely, a disease pandemic. It could never happen. Um, An extreme weather event or natural disaster, you know, hurricane, fires, volcano erupting, a tsunami, an earthquake, or generally speaking, just shit going really bad, like a boat sinking, a plane going down, or a giant monster rampaging a city. Luke, are you a disaster movie fan? I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of disaster movie can you remember that film
1: oh like the um yeah the um,
0: parody yes early in my research google disaster movie that atrocity yeah it (laughs) just kept coming up kept coming up i was like disaster movie posters you know like a disaster movie disaster. terrible, terrible hey i got swept up in all of that date movie epic movie disaster movie I saw all um, of them at the cinema. With your question, though, am I a fan <laughs> of disaster movies? I found out doing. Yeah, you know, I picked my five that I wanted to rewatch, and in doing so, realised that one of my five that I will recommend later in the show is actually one of my favourite movies of all time. And I had an absolute ball rewatching it. Such oh, a good movie. I'm curious to to hear what it is. So what about yourself? Disaster movies are you a fan? Um yeah, like I've got a I've just got a soft spot for even even like the shittest like disaster movies. Um I haven't got any like shit ones I'm gonna recommend today, but even like the real, you know, like the stupid ones, you know, the the 2012 and you know those earthquake movies were just like th- buildings and the the land is just cracking and everything's corny and it's like you know there's one triumphant hero trying to save his family or something like that just real run-of-the-mill like b-grade bullshit i love it i love it It's, it's it's fantastic just people dying much like a much like a horror movie like whatever the event is if it's killing people and people are in terror i just it turns me on man Turns me on. It's good stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, when and when a disaster movie is done well with such craft, like the ones I'm going to recommend, I'm like, cool, bonus hey, points. I am intrigued what your, <laughs> your, what your five <laughs> recommends are going to be. With what you've just said in mind, very curious. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all, like, Oscar-worthy, um, you know, that kind of caliber. Oh, they but don't need to be. Like, these are good... Bloody good movies. So. Well, you know, a lot All of right. them, like if you look at some of like the top 10 or top 20, top 30 lists, a lot of them are big popcorn flicks. Mm. In the 90s especially, like, so many came out in the 90s, I'm sure we're going to talk about them a few. Or we're going to talk well, a, we about We could talk a, a few little bit about the history. I haven't written anything down, so I've got no notes. But, um, you know, like the, the big disaster, I guess the disaster genre was sort of at its peak. Well, it's first peak around like the 70s. There's lots of 70s kind of films, you know, like with big boats, big burning, towering infernos, um, all those sorts of things. Earthquakes, airport, I think was one of them. Like there's heaps of those. Then they sort of died down and then it was was the resurgence in the 90s, like you mentioned, of these, I guess, like special effects, obviously CGI and all that coming back. People were like, hey, we can destroy things and it won't actually cost anything. Well, not cost as much. And it will look pretty decent. So I guess there was that big resurgence. And then now if you go on like Netflix or Amazon prime or whatever, and there's just an abundance of crap in the disaster genre, it's great. We might talk about a few of them tonight as part of the segments, (laughs) maybe not in the five recommends, but in some of the segments. Well, the segments. Um, so if you, if you're a long time listener of, of our show, um, What we did for a while with our movie show, where we talk about all things movie and TV, news and etc. We used to have like segments where we sort of play a game with one another, sort of quiz each other um, in various different ways. So we've resurrected some of those little segments or games or whatever you want to call them. um, And we're going to play a few today. So I'm going to start us off. Um, with the all-time trusty iconic character cast quiz. So Luke knows how this works, but for for new listeners, what we do is I've got a movie in mind um, and the cast is made up of actors who have portrayed more well-known characters in other properties. And I'll list those characters and Luke is going to work out what the movie is. Um, And the only other clue besides those that I'll give will be the year only if he if he asks really nicely, I may ask. I just want to. I just want to say, as long as it's rusty. very nicely, I'll I'll give it to you. I might be a little rusty. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this. Okay, cool. Um, I think I've got five. To, yeah, five. Just so you know where we're at with things and with time. Um, so let's let's get into it. All right, the first movie, I've got. I've got a. I've got an Arwen. Andúmiel from Lord of the Rings which is an I know I don't know those movies <laughs> That's fine that's okay. okay we've also we've also got a Bruce Wayne Batman in this movie and we've got a John McClane Right okay ah Armageddon Armageddon right today yeah, really nice. Armageddon yeah That's it well done all right um my next movie we've got we've got a We've got a Lone Star. We've got an Ian Malcolm. We've got a Mike Lowry. Independence Yes. Yeah, so we also have a Cousin Eddie, if you let me let me finish, but that's fine. Of course, Independence Day. I apologize. I'll, I'll Smith, wait until Bill you Pullman. finish. I'll wait until you finish. Will, <laughs> Will Smith, Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, and Randy Quaid, in not the order that I listed the characters. Lone Star, you went, huh? From Spaceballs? You oh, damn, of course. Bill Pullman, yes. Bill Pullman, well done. All right, next movie, we've got Quentin McHale. Keep you going. <laughs> we've got a Charlotte Hayes Humbert. Nope, nothing. We've got Keep nothing. We've got, a, we've got a Grandpa Joe. And we've got a Lex Luthor. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to have a guess. This is a complete you guess. Want, you want the year first, though. Okay, go, go for the year. 1972. No longer a guess. The Poseidon <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> well done. Um, so Gene Hackman for, uh, from Superman the Movie as Lex Luthor. we got Jack Albertson as Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We'll also have Ernest Borgnine as Quinton McHale from McHale's Navy. And Shelley Winters as Charlotte Hayes Humbert from Lolita. Big movies, big movies. Well, not all of them, but Lolita, big movie. (laughs) All right, next movie, we've got a Bilbo Baggins. We've got a Donnie Darko. We've got a General Clayton M. Abernathy, also known as Hawk. And we've got a Christine Day from The Phantom of the Opera. I've known it all along. I know the answer. The Day After Tomorrow. Well done sounds good sounds good all right last one <laughs> doing all right you're doing okay oh you're doing perfect actually yeah <laughs> i should say that this last one i'm just going with uh with comic book movies so it's I not a, a comic. Buzzer. Book. i need some sort of buzzer you got it already or just still want me to wait no but no you, no, want you to wait you let me do okay. it we've I'll got like. a perry white we've got a miranda tate we've got a yon rog we've got a pepper potts We've uh, we've even got an Asgardian actor, and we've got bloody Zordon from Power Rangers. Oh my word! Really? I, yeah. Okay. I um, <laughs> right. Okay. So Pevy White. My first thought was Lawrence Fishburne. So a movie with Lawrence Fishburne, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't think I've seen this one. It's not ringing any bells. And just so we don't drag it on, what's the answer? The answer is Contagion. Oh, right. right. Purposely so done... avoiding that movie at the moment. <laughs> it's too real, man. It's yeah. too real. It's, That's for obvious it's, reasons, avoiding it. It's not fun. But um, Matt Damon as the Asgardian actor in Thor Ragnarok. Lauren Fishburne, as you said, as Perry White in Man of Steel. Marion Cotillard as Miranda Tate in The Dark Knight Rises. Jude Law from Captain Marvel. Gwyneth Paltrow, of course, from Iron Man, and Brian Cranston as Zordon in Power Rangers. Yay. Oh, right. I, honestly, my mind just went to the original guy from the Power Rangers TV series. <laughs> Do you know his name? <laughs> but that's imagine if he was in Contagion. But that's that's fine. Okay, I'm happy with that. Four out of five. Not four too, out of five. Not too shabby. I'm worried for my segments now because I didn't realise until your opening your love for disaster movies. So I think you're gonna get my questions now very talking- easily. Just because I love something doesn't mean I know it. Just like yourself, I've kept it simple and I've gone with the same question structure from the Halloween special we did a while ago. So the name is Oh, we're segment, lazy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. I may edit that out. Don't say that name the disaster movie from this description and you're gonna nail this because again you've probably seen them all are these ridiculous descriptions or are these not really no no not lazy <laughs> okay but not really no. <laughs> the first one nine people explore a cruise ship at sea in a manner that turns their whole lives upside down all right um are you, are, you be, are you going to be particular with the answer? Because there's two movies. I'll there's one remake. movie I'm talking about. Okay, I can give you clues if that would help. Either. Oh, well, what was well, what's the, the year? deal? Oh, give me, give me the year so I know. Okay, this is really going to give it away, though. But the year right. is 1972. Oh, well, the Poseidon Adventure. What I wanted to do was give you an actor as a clue. And my first clue would have been Leslie Nielsen. General surprise to find he's in that movie. Maybe not having a big oh, part, but he's in it. Yeah, yeah, very, very minor, very. And the obvious actor would have been Gene Hackman. That would have given it away yeah. straight away. I didn't know if you were going to trick me and just and go with Poseidon. Ah, yes. You know the, the remake. remake that not the remake. About. The next one. At the opening party of a colossal but poorly constructed office building, a massive fire breaks out that threatens to destroy the tower and everyone in it. it is, is it? Is it oh, no, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go all out. The towering Inferno. Moving on. Yep, that is, that is correct. <laughs> um, wow. Um, okay, the third one. A huge swarm of deadly African bees spreads terror over American cities by killing thousands of people. I have no idea what this is. A movie about killer bees? <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Good. Do you need actors? What's... The year? What do you I, want as a clue? I, I don't know. I, I don't know any movie with killer bees. Is it the? Is that the main threat of the movie? I've given that? you the description. Jeez. Play the game. Ah, <laughs> oh, give me, give me, give me a year. The year is 1978. Bloody hell. Do you want an actor? I'm just going to... I'm just... Nah, it won't help. <laughs> it <laughs> might do. Let me give oh, you an sorry. actor. Okay, give you an actor. Richard Chamberlain. Doesn't help. Um, <laughs> uh, let's just go with... The bees. The swarm. I said Damn it! it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I put too much emphasis on a huge swarm of deadly African you bees. You did do that. You did do that. What am I doing? Unintentionally. Thinking? I'm really bad at this, but it's okay. <laughs> you, can, you can still get a four out of five. You can still get <laughs> Okay. Uh, the fourth one. An unusually intense storm pattern catches some commercial fishermen unaware and puts them in mortal danger. Oh, I, I want to say the perfect storm. Correct. Oh well, then um, now on to the fifth and final question. The only way to save Earth from catastrophe is to drill down to the core and set it spinning again. I'm gonna say this is fir- no, this is <laughs> the core, <laughs> yeah. The core and the swarm. I was worried because it and well, the, s- love- the, the swarm <laughs> The swarm isn't one that I'm familiar with. I have heard of it, but I didn't I, like If you were to say, What's the swarm? I wouldn't have said bees. I would have thought it was like, I don't know, wasps or something. I think I should have taken another pass at these descriptions because <laughs> they're pretty accurate. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we're, we're drawing. That's okay. Well, that's, that's fine. Let's see how we go with, uh, with our third segment here. Um, and yeah, just like a Halloween thing it's a hashtag disaster poster so what i do is give you the tagline that's on the poster of this disaster movie and you tell me the name of the movie simple as that and again you can ask for the year if you so wish so here we go ocean rise cities falls hope survives the year 1998 Ooh, and I can repeat it again in a much more sultry voice if you <laughs> yeah, do prefer. On, yeah. yeah, give it, Give me a oceans go. rise, cities fall, hope survives. Wow, nineteen ninety eight. I might be able to do that better. You let me know. You let me know. No, you no, no that's, that's enough. Ooh, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, the only movie I can think a disaster movie from ninety eight is Armageddon oh not no 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 because it was one of those years where two very similar movies came out so now i'm gonna change my answer and i'm gonna go with the other movie that's not armageddon <laughs> deep impact it is deep impact ah. <laughs> well done all right we were warned oh come on is that it that's it <laughs> we were warned i mean i need the year 2009 Ooh. we were warned yeah Mm. oh um oh no when did contact come out that was 90s wasn't it yeah no it's not contact we were warned signs was earlier okay i don't know what's this one 2012 oh Uh, it's all about the you know We were warned. Climate change. Climate change. All that kind of. Al Gore. Yep. All right. He warned us. (laughs) He tried. He tried. (laughs) We were warned in reference to Al Gore. There it is. All right. The coast is toast. Ooh, that's fun. Um, I'm going to go with volcano. It is volcano. So you knew that one? You knew that one? Yeah. Oh. Volcano. Okay, <laughs> totally. I don't know. <laughs> it's the first, literally, the first yeah. movie that popped into my head. Yeah. It was almost yeah, on my rewatch list with my five recommends, but didn't quite get right. it. All right. One tiny spark becomes a night blazing suspense. Ooh. Yeah. 1974. Ouch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, one of those. <laughs> uh, one of the classics. One of the classics. Yeah. Give it me again. Are you Googling it? I, I see you no, whipped your not phone Googling out. Googling it? No, no. It what are you started, doing there? What it is just sounded like a movie from one of my previous segments. That's allowed. Is it the Towering <laughs> Inferno? It is. I said, are you looking at your phone? I'm literally holding my phone with notes. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, yeah, familiar that, that. when you said Spark. I don't know if that should be allowed. But no, that's OK. OK, what's the next one? Uh, the next one. Um, the dark side of nature Ooh, the dark side of nature yeah 1996 1996 i'm gonna go with twister i feel like this is just that i'm gonna give you a, a year and you tell me <laughs> <laughs> i know when disaster movies came out more than the that's... tagline <laughs> i can remember oh. what was big that year that's how i'm doing it <laughs> All right, this one. I'm not going to give you the year. Yeah, I just have to get year. it off That's this, how I do it. Probably, no, you probably won't. The only way out is in. Ooh. You're not going to give me the year? I do you need it? Oh, well, I don't know it. So What's the year? I mean, I think I know it. What's the year? 2003. No, I don't know it. <laughs> 2003. Give me it one more time. The only way out is in, I, I really, I don't know. I'm just going to say, even though I said this movie earlier, I can't remember the year. I'm just going to guess The Core. It is The Core. <laughs> oh, wow. Good. <laughs> the Core's a weird one. I, like when I, when I had rewatched it, it's not on my list, it's not on my list, but um, I was like, this was 2003? The F- Do you know what? <laughs> I've not seen it. I've not really? Seen it. I've never, never seen, seen it. it, but I still oh. got it. Well, they've got to drill in yeah. to get out of the mess that they're in. That was my guess. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's um, It's Yeah, no, the effect's pretty bad. And they kind of, at some point, they get to a certain part, like within the Earth's, like, they're not at the core, but they're like inside the Earth. And it's like, it looks like the freaking quantum realm. Like, it's crazy. It's all crystals and stuff. Oh, no, it's nutty. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to now ruin the scoring system because. I don't have five questions, I have three. I think I gave you six. Okay. Well you've already ruined it. See, so for yeah. my for my fourth <laughs> segment, match the quote to the disaster movie. Right. Not an impressions round. This is just okay. me giving <laughs> you all, the quote. Always give that disclaimer. Always. We know. You know, Yes, yeah. suck at impressions. It's fun. <laughs> Hey, before we recorded earlier, you said I did a pretty good Adam Sandler. But anyway, you did. you did. Thank you. I'm not gonna do it so people can tell me not. All <laughs> well, that it isn't. Okay, number one. Look at us. Everybody's trying to get out of Washington, and we're the only schmucks trying to get in. Okay. I'm gonna say twenty twelve. I was going to say you could have the year. Oh, give me the There's year. But I would but I'm I have to accept your first. Episode. No, don't. No, no. Hang okay. on. Give me the year. Give me the okay. year. the year is nineteen ninety-six. Oh shit! That's that's not twenty twelve at all. Give me. No, I retract it. I retract it. Do you want it again? Um, nah, nah. Washington Independence Day. Correct. Yes. Is it's that um? Julius is that... Levinson goldblum's dad it's jeff goldblum's line yeah oh no it's his dad oh, it's, it's his, his dad mom. yeah okay yeah oh shit it's his dad so i'm gonna have to All take right. that point away from you okay, okay <laughs> number two there are sharks flooding the streets and now there is one swimming in your pool what the fuck? <laughs> do you want the year yes please 2013 is it Sharknado. It is Sharknado. And you've got a Sharknado pop vinyl that you're waving in front of my face. <laughs> 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 it's a movie that I've not seen, but I trust, I trusted that was a line from the movie. Okay. <laughs> you just trusted. <laughs> it was oh, it's So bad. assumed it so <laughs> true. Yeah. I, you know what? I did actually try. I got maybe five minutes. Because, you know, everyone was talking about it. Wife and I sat yeah. down with shits and giggles. Let's give it a watch. I just couldn't. (laughs) Anyway, I thought we needed to mention Sharknado at least once, unless it's in your top five recommendations. No, it's not. not, not. It might have been, though. Third and final quote, and this had to be done. It is a president addressing the nation. It happens a lot. So it's not narrowing it down, but I thought we had to include at least one. And I'll give you a clue before I start. It's not Independence Day. That' would be too obvious. <laughs> it literally stays it. Or <laughs> well, you've in already you've already done Independence Day, so My fellow Americans, this will be the last time I address you. As you know, catastrophe has struck our nation, has struck the world. I wish I could tell you we can prevent the coming destruction. we cannot. Today, none of us are strangers. Today, we are one family stepping into the darkness together. We are a nation of many religion, but I believe these words reflect the spirit of our faiths. The Lord is my shepherd. Transmission gets caught. What year? The year, year 2009. It? Oh, it's 2012 then. Yes, correct. You're doing what I did. You're just using the year to guess uh, the movie. Uh, you know what? Like you said, it happens a lot. It does, it does. But you know what? Because I always like these moments. You know, again, you can't beat Bill Pullman in Independence Day, the first one. When he's giving but that his, great speech his speech is different, his speech is like, We're fighting, you know, like we're doing is, this. And, yeah, you know. But it's still for me now Independence Day. It's the best one. But I'm not sure if you noticed, but I felt it. I started just reading words. And then when I got about three quarters of the way through, I was feeling it. <laughs> Yeah, really you be, became yeah. the president. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Those those moments are really good. Yeah, the good moments. Are for... know, who, who was the who was the president in 2012? As he in, like the movie information in front of me. So thanks for <laughs> that. That's not part right. of. I know that. Morgan Freeman. It was Morgan Freeman in uh, Deep, Deep Impact, Impact, wasn't it? He was good. Yeah, he was. He was a good president. But his speech is like this. Is pretty much the same thing. He tells you know he addresses them and he tells them what's going on, but doesn't he? pretty much invite the world to just be like, you know, we're united as one or whatever. And yeah, it's pretty much what happens that. in, in all of them, but it's America <laughs> that saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> in all these American made movies, but you know what? I couldn't do a quote from a disaster film without quoting a president. Was that the round? Was it? Yeah. yeah. So that... <laughs> oh, that was it. We're done. We're done. Okay. Oh, only four. Wait, only four. Let me, let me wrap it up. So that's it. I said it, I had just three. That is my final segment. That was only three. But the third one was a really good one. No, it was good. <laughs> Go on, Dan. Go on. All right, let's... Of three. Of two. However many it needs to make it up to five. We've rambled enough. It's <laughs> as if yeah. it was five. Um, let's get into our recommends then. And we do have five. Can I confirm? I keep holding four fingers up. We do have five. Yeah, our math isn't the best of the show. All <laughs> these recording. Um, we yeah, need to watch movies. Cool. Not add up. You know, what no, we do. We say it all the time. Christmas special, Halloween special, now our disaster special. We've got five movies each to talk about. Hopefully we don't end up just talking about five movies. <laughs> about but we pick something so, different. And I guess I'll throw in my, my disclaimer, as I always do, this is not like the five best disaster movies ever. These are ones that I... Either just want to share with the world and say, hey, maybe this is something you haven't seen before, or something that I go, these are my go to. If I was to sit down and just do a marathon of five disaster movies, these would be the ones that I'd pick just to check out. So, did you do pretty much do the same thing? Like just. I, um, I pulled up a list of what is said to be the top 30. And out of that top 30, I picked five that I'd like to watch. And one of them I'd never seen before. So that was interesting. One that I'd wanted to see, but I'd never seen before. And it still made the list. So if it was crap, you were going to say, "Oh, I don't want that one." Well, that was just my approach to it. Like I had five that I was going to, I was going to pick, and that's what I was going to talk about on the show. So I'm not going to be raving about this five necessarily, but I've got my five. Okay, I want to let you go first to start the start the list off. Okay, a bit of a curveball then (laughs) for how I'm going to start my list. It would be a glaring oversight not to include Airplane in Australia, known as Flying High, the Zucker Abrams Zucker Team's freewheeling spoof of the airplane disaster genre. My wife loves disaster films, and I said to her I was going to include Airplane, and she said, You can't, it's not a disaster film, it's a comedy. I'm like, yes, but it's spoofing disaster movies. So it warrants its place on this list. And you know what? I've seen this movie many times. And the rewatch the other night, brilliant. Just the opening with the Jaws gag. And this movie, the gag rate is absolutely ridiculous like there is so many stop. <laughs> no it is relentless and it features one of my favorite quotes of all time and i purposely didn't include in my segment earlier because i didn't want to tip my hat to include an airplane and it's where someone goes to leslie nielsen surely you can't be serious and his response is i'm always serious and don't call me shirley it's just so on point Classic. it is Classic. it is Amazing. If you're unfamiliar, I think everybody must have seen Airplane. Uh, Your main cast, you've got Robert Hayes and Julie Haggerty, and heaps of other people pop up. Um, Most notably, I've mentioned him already, Leslie Nielsen. Um, It's just a great film. It mainly, well, it spooks a lot of disaster films, that I mentioned about the airport genre, but the series Airport, when there's, like, there's all the love stories and the drama and all of that, like they really sent that up with the, with the two leads. The plot of the movie, you've got Ted Stryker, a former pilot who has a fear of flying. He finds himself burdened with the responsibility of landing a plane safely when most of the crew and passengers fall sick due to food poisoning. This is a bloody great film. And I thought, what a good way to start. I'll talk about disaster movies with a comedy (laughs) (laughs) about disaster movies. Now I'm, I'm, I I get where your wife uh, is coming from. She's corrected it is a comedy, but do you know what? It features, it's, it's about a plane potentially crashing. It's a disaster movie. It is a disaster movie. Hey, I could have been, I could have been sat here talking about disaster movie. The film we talked about earlier, but But then you would be recommending it. Ooh, And that's just, that's disturbing. But yeah, no, a standby airplane, it is, it is a classic, it's like one of, there is, there is one of the best. so much going on, like comedy-wise as well, Like there's so much happening, and in the background there's things, like if you're, you're focused on one thing, there's a gag that's happening in the foreground, and then in the background there's six other gags happening, if you're not paying attention, you miss them, it's nuts. Like this. But do you know the story behind the title? About the everywhere. title change or, or the title. Yeah, the title change. change. I mean, everywhere in the world outside of Australia it is called airplane. But it was thought that Australians would confuse airplane with airport. So therefore they had to give it a different title and they came up with flying high. So only We all Australia are pretty stupid. So that's <laughs> like only why in that Australia makes Australia is it called Flying High? You know, years and years ago, like when my wife and I first, you know, started going out and she was talking about this movie she really liked, Flying High, and I'm like, Hey, it sounds like a movie I really like airplane. There you go. That's how I first found out. <laughs> it was, was the same movie. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> like, there we go. Well, do airplane. you know what you you went with a comedy for your first disaster movie. So do you know what? I'll I'll reshuffle my list and I'll go with a comedy as well. So that's oh. fine. But I think mine qual- uh, qualifies a lot better than yours does. It's a stronger ground. I'm going with Tim Burton's Mars Attacks. Yo, nice pick. Cool. All right, so you approve? I like yes. it. Yes, love that movie. Um, there's, I mean, it's it's nutty, isn't it? There's, it's it's bonkers, and just the way that the movie wraps up, like how they solve their alien invasion attack, is you know, with all the, with the music, it's their heads exploding. It's fantastic. Yeah. And love, what a cast! Oh, I love everything about it, and yeah, the cast is incredible. It's like the 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 Martian designs, like you know, you've got your Las Vegas setting, and then all just so many things happening. It, it's very rare that you get like an ensemble cast and have everything work. You can just sort of have short portions with each sort of group of characters, but it all kind of flows one and not be too disjointed or or crazy. It's really, it's really well done. But um, yeah, if you are unfamiliar with Mars attacks, um, we've got a fleet of Martian spacecraft surrounding the world's major cities and all of humanity. They're waiting to see if the extraterrestrial visitors have as they claim come in peace. We've got um, United States President James Dale, played by Jack Nicholson. Um, He receives assurance from science professor Donald Kessler, played by Pierce Brosnan, that the Martians' mission is a friendly one. But when a peaceful exchange ends in total annihilation um, of the U.S. Congress, military men call for a full-scale nuclear retaliation. But bonkers funny shit happens along the way. <laughs> like, just realize that synopsis sounded very serious. I genuinely love and it. Is, it. It is. It is such a good movie. <laughs> like, there, there's death. There's a lot of death. But the cast, man. Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Annette Benning, Chris Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Rod Steger, Tom Jones, Natalie Portman, Jim Brown. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's nuts. You know, you, you mentioned the designs of the aliens earlier. Do you know this movie was based on a trading card game? Or based oh, on trading really? cards? Yes, uh, put out by Tops, And since then, right. so they've got comics through various um, publishers. I think Dark Horse have had them for a while. But yeah, Mars Attacks. Great pick, but interesting that we both had comedies on our list. Both nah, I had <laughs> to have one. Had to have one. Okay, my next one. This is the movie that I had never seen, always wanted to, and it just blows my mind that I had never seen this film. Twister. (laughs) The movie Twister. You've never seen Twister? No, never seen it. You know what? No, you've you've told me this. You've told me this before, actually. It's all coming back to me. From the director of Speed, from the (laughs) writer of Jurassic Park, the producer of Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg. Like, it's got all these elements that I'm a fan of, and I just never watched it. And Bill Paxton, I do like him, and I've never got around to see it, but now I have. Now I have. If you're unfamiliar with Sweep Twister, like <laughs> I was, Ben played by Paxton, a storm chaser, and Joe played by Ellen Hunt. She's a meteorologist. They have to basically, well, the running and chasing after all these Twisters, which I didn't know was going to be the plot of the movie i didn't know there were storm chasers but then the filing for divorce and the papers need to be signed so there's all this melodrama happening at the same time but yeah twisters lots of twisters i mean this movie starts and it doesn't really let up it's pretty relentless and there's a flying cow at one point i'm sure and then there's another flying cow yeah with that oh there's one. okay i remember seeing the first well, one it's the same it's the same cow um oh the same cow it comes back <laughs> That's the joke. Because um, <laughs> it's a twister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, watching it for the for the first time, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I think it's one of these movies that I'd always intended to watch and not quite gotten around to. So maybe I built it up a little bit over the years. Um, but it was good to see Paxton in the lead or co-lead. It was yeah, I enjoyed it. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> no, um, the director Jam Dubon, I'm pretty sure he made Twister in between speed and speed to cruise control, and I don't know what he has <laughs> been doing lately. <laughs> to be honest. I off <laughs> the top of my head I can't recall, but I think he's I think he's done a few things. Um no, but I, I agree with your recommend. Obviously, you don't sound too confident with the fact that you recommended it, but um it, it would have been on my list if not for the fact that I've extensively talked about Twister um, on a rewind and review episode that uh, Rob and I did. So you know my thoughts from that. Pretty
1: but keep good. Keep in mind,
0: I like it. we've with my list, I've picked my five. Yep, that's it, and you've gone with it. That's, that's it, it. Yeah. and then I'm much, I'm sticking with what I picked. So I was <laughs> looking. Twister was it wasn't necessarily fairly high in the list in the top thirty, but it was a decent position. I'd not seen it. I thought. If there's ever a time to watch it, it's now. This is no, and um, that's good. I mean, that's good. All right. Um, this is weird. I'm going with another movie that has Pierce Brosnan in it, but don't get the wrong idea. Um, it'll end with this. I'm going with Dante's Peak. You know, like um, you, you mentioned, there were a couple of movies. You know, there were those years where two movies sort of came out at the same time, uh, not within the same year, same premise kind of thing. There was Volcano. And there was Dante's Peak. I like Dante's Peak quite a lot. It's 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 weird. Uh, You got Pierce Brosnan, you got Linda Hamilton, and uh, Charles Hallahan is also in it. Uh, Directed by Roger Donaldson. If you're unfamiliar, volcanologist Harry Dalton, played by Pierce Brosnan, and Mayor Rachel. Wando, played by Hamilton, finally convinced the unbelieving populace that the big one is about to hit and that they need to evacuate immediately, only to discover her two, ch- her two children have gone up the mountain to get their grandmother. With Earth's clock racing against them, they must rescue the kids and grandma before the volcano explodes in a fury of flame and ash, a million times more powerful than an atomic bomb. Have you, have you seen Dante speak? Yeah, I watched it the other night for the podcast. I was going to talk about it oh, next. Oh, <laughs> damn. Ouch. It was, it was bound to happen. I was going to go with... No, I, but I've got backups. I've got backups. <laughs> it's okay. Stick with it. Just go with it. I was no! looking at either Dante's Peak or Volcano. So just pretend that I talk about Volcano next, starring Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> you know, let, let's just spend a bit more time on Dante's Peak then, because it's a movie. sure. I had watched before and had fond memories of and then watching it again today or not today but for this podcast and not as good as I remembered and the, yeah I don't buy the relationship between Brosden and Hamilton at all it seems to just come out of nowhere like at one point I'm like did I miss something do they know each other from like childhood um the effects though still hold up for the most part and the effects are really fun um but the 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 dialogue is pretty shocking in this movie but hey, I, like I, I said it could be corny it's all good it is it is <laughs> so good corny and um, the scene with the grandma burning her legs in the lava trying to save oh. the kids she should not have been up there in the first place i was really annoyed with her for the longest time and the kids yeah that's it like there's so much happening yeah. in this movie so i can see why it's on your, your list and again, when it came down to do I watch Volcano or Dante's Peak, I didn't spend too much time on that decision. I wouldn't be Dante's Peak. And without re-watching Volcano, I still think I made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like Dante's Peak, it's it's just a thrill ride. It's just like it's just like an easy go-to. Like, hey, do you just want to watch something where you're just going to be on the edge of your seat for the majority of the movie? There's lots of stuff going on. Even though the dialogue, like you said, is pretty corny. I mean, it's like, that thing. It's just fun. It's that thing where you've got team of scientists, all of them, but one believe one thing, and one believes something else. Mm in this case, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. You need to listen to me. And nobody does until it's too late. So he's got all that going for it. Like, you know, And yeah, that's attention. why, that's why Linda Hamilton's just like, Oh, Pierce Brosnan, you were right. Oh, now take me. <laughs> Honestly, that just comes out of nowhere. I thought, I, I thought I missed the scene. Um, Hey, yes. He saves her children. Yeah. She is eternally grateful. I know, <laughs> but that comes after, though. Like, she was still falling for him before. Anyway, we don't need to get into the... It's into Pierce, the, It's the James Bond. I mean, you're right. It it's is what he does. In 97, <laughs> he'd done Goldeneye. Mm. Or maybe this was the year that Tomorrow Never Dies came out as well. So, potentially, he'd done two Bond films when this film right. came out. So, he was hot property at the time. And now, so he's yeah, playing... Will Ferrell's dad in Eurovision. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Boston's up to nowadays. But back then in the '90s, yeah, he was hot shit. So we picked it. Dante's big. Big. Oh, I had some backups in case we, we had don't any doubles. Need to use backup, it's fine. This is the occasional double up. <laughs> so you're next because I've done mine. <laughs> I piggybacked on yours. No, you need to pick. No, you need to pick another one. Well, I didn't watch yeah. it, anymore, did I? So. Oh, well, no, we'll pick your next, like, whatever. Okay, Mars Attacks. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. Um, I know this one, You pro- I, I pray to God you haven't picked this one. I don't think you have. Um, this movie's called Melancholia. No. It's a 2011 film directed by Lars von Trier. Have you heard of it? Never. Never heard of it? <laughs> Never, Never watched it, no. it? Fantastic. So you're not recommending it? That's great. <laughs> This movie stars Kirsten Dunst, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Keitha Sutherland, C- Keitha Sutherland and Alexander Skarsgård. Now this is a disaster movie. It qualifies. It's on some of the lists. It's all good, but it's a very different disaster movie. It's essentially a drama. So I'm going I'm going with it. <laughs> right. I mean it's I very, start, a, I, um, I started with a spoof so so we can to the drum at some point. Um, it's very a little part of its kind of artsy as well. but essentially the movie is about a planet which is hurtling towards a collision course with Earth. There's your disaster. It's happening. You've got two sisters, one of them trying to recover from a heavy bout of depression and a failed marriage. They basically need to cope with their destiny in very different ways. So this movie is kind of trippy. There's like sort of three kind of stories going on and it's sort of divided into three bits. First part sort of focuses on Kirsten Dunst's character. Then it focuses on Charlotte Gainsbourg's character. And then the third one is sort of like the two stories kind of coming together. But it's end of the world type situations and it's more about how do these people deal with the shit that's already going on with their lives with the fact that it all means nothing because it's all coming to an end. It's great, it's uplifting. It's not at all. But um, <laughs> question. <laughs> I just thought it it was so different and out of the box. I was like, no, this is it's it's a great movie as well. What's it yes. called again? Melancholia. Melancholia. Alright, I'm like, of it. like feeling melancholy. Yeah. Melancholia. But again, I must warn, one hundred percent. Well, ninety nine percent a drama, one percent disaster. <laughs> okay. Well, w- with my next one, I'm going big, and I'm going to start with the plot. <laughs> you're going to start it, with the... You're going to get it straight away. We're not you doing that. We're hey, not hey, playing hey. games. No, no, no. I'm just going to tell you what it is, but I just want to set it up because rewatching it for this, this is the movie I talked about at the beginning. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm not saying it's top five, top three, but it's. Maybe top 10. It's a movie that I get so much, so much from. So much enjoyment, so much satisfaction. NASA astronauts observe that a large asteroid will hit Earth in the next 18 days and destroy life. They realize that their only hope of survival is Harry Stamper, an oil driller. Played by Bruce (laughs) Willis. (laughs) Armageddon, directed by Michael Bay, 1998. There it is. This movie is ridiculous. It is it's so stupid. <laughs> stupid and almost always over the top. I uh, I it's just so much fun. It's got a great cast. The visuals still look great. Um, it's the only disaster movie that opens with Eddie Griffin and his dog Reggie. There's just so much, <laughs> so much going on in this movie. I, I completely forgot until the watched that it's Two and a half hours long. It's the longest it movie. It is a long movie. It's the longest movie on my list. You know, I contemplate doing Titanic, but I just don't have that kind of time. It's so over three hours long. It is way too <laughs> long to make this list. Um, but yeah, Armageddon, it's, it's really good. It's good Bruce Willis, good Ben Affleck. Everyone's firing on all cylinders in this movie. You know, they're doing what's expected of them in this role, which again, a lot of, it, a lot of the times it's just big. And dumb but yeah it's it's a lot of fun like it is it's such a big movie it's funny you know it's it's all there I mean, you do get some loss of life Owen Wilson um two others <laughs> I don't know the <laughs> the actors but yeah but they saved the day and that's like the thing and it's at uh, the end of the day it's you know they, they save the day they split the asteroid and it's just you know big high concept and yeah, there's lots of, you know, you, you know, you're watching a Michael Bay movie. There's lots of swirling and swooping and it's just fun. Like I just, honestly, I'd not watched it in years. But like Dante's Peak earlier, like, do I do Dante's Peak or Volcano? I was thinking, do I do Armageddon or Deep Impact? And I thought, you know what, I'll do Armageddon. I remember liking it. I've not seen it in a while. Yeah, And then I just watched it and then almost the whole time I just had a shit-eating grin. <laughs> I just, it's like just <laughs> smart of me to me. It's just such a fun movie and just really silly. So, there you go. That's why Armageddon is on my list. I mean, I think I agree with all of that. So, <laughs> like, I mean, you, you nailed every every point about the movie. You just described it in a nutshell there. So, it's just, it's, it's, it's just got it all. You've got William Fitchner, and he's the guy that's like, Bruce Willis, you shouldn't be here. You're a disgrace. And then, at the end yeah. of the day, he's like, you're a hero. He's, <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know, he's just great. I mean, oh, you, cheese you man, the, just yeah, love the cheese. You start the movie, and then you know, in two and a half hours' time, you're fairly confident where, where it's going to go. You know how this movie's <laughs> going to end, and and it doesn't matter. It's just it's just a big blockbuster or a big popcorn blockbuster, and it just works on every level. All right, next up, I'm going to recommend deep impact no i'm not <laughs> i can't do it um i'm gonna go with one of the classics i have I got a weird thing for these classic ones you know the, the towering inferno airport earthquake all of those but the one my favorite out of all the classics from what like, the 70s is the poseidon adventure i just love it it's it's just um there's just such a quality to, you know, like the actors that are in it. Gene Hackman, Ernest Borgnine, Jack Alberson, Shelley Winters, Red Buttons. Um, I know we've mentioned this movie a couple of times already in this, uh, throughout this episode, but it's, it's just great. You know, you've got this, these people on this boat. And it's not just the fact that they need to get off the boat to safety. It's where they're trapped in certain parts of the boat and there's different there's different people of, you know, different backgrounds and stuff. And then they all end up in one group and they have to just take faith in this one guy who's leading them. And it's just about every obstacle that they come across and they got to get over it. And because it's old school, there's all the practical effects to it, all of that. And like I said, with the, with the acting quality, it's just got that classical thespian type trained performances where you're just like everyone is just a performer and they're just delivering their lines and they're so committed to it. It's fantastic. If you haven't watched this one and hopefully you haven't seen the remake Poseidon from whatever year that was, cause that was pretty shocking. The plot centers on the fictional SS Poseidon an aged luxury liner on her final voyage from New York city to Athens before being sent to the scrapyard. On New Year's Eve, she is overturned by a tsunami. Passengers and crew are trapped inside, and a preacher attempts to lead a small group to safety. You're going to hate me for this. I've seen it. the remake from 2006. Right. Kurt Russell, Richard Driver, yes. many others, but I have not... any seen... roses in there, so she's fun Yeah, to she's but, yeah. but I have not yeah. seen the original, but I shall. I will remember okay. that that's I'll okay watch. I thought you were going to say you were recommending it and I was no no no, no. I've, I've seen you know, I saw gonna be yeah, a like, remake just, <laughs> cinema <laughs> I watched it at the yeah. cinema <laughs> no that's I mean bear in mind like these movies you know like from the 70s you, you could probably get going on the street and say oh like have you watched you know, this movie from back then and uh, most times you, they'd probably say oh no I haven't you know like, so that's that's fine that's all and good. you know what without seeing the original watching it as a movie I enjoyed it it was all I've only seen it the once, uh, but you know, I remember yeah. liking it. And I had a decent cast and visuals, and I'm guessing the story is pretty much the same as the the original. It's been a while since I. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty close. But like I said, there's something about like just these old school disaster movies from the '70s, and that's why I needed to put one in here because there is a certain quality to them. And the same goes for like the Towering Inferno and all that. There's something about them and just the way that they're done and put on screen and just everything that comes together. It's like the production, the, it's yeah, a big... Yeah. yeah, it was like blockbusters from the 70s. What else was there? Like Star Wars, Jaws. And then there were these disaster movies. But it's, it's when, just, back then, when they were doing it, like they they had, you know, if they had a set, they had to build it. Like it wasn't just CGI. Yeah. But, like what you'd get yeah. now. It's like watching Dante's Peak. And then when the volcano is going off, you can see that they're really smashing cars. <laughs> you know, what's making this movie? <laughs> like, it makes yeah. a different sound and the look. And yeah, it's there's a charm to it with It's the 70s, 80s, 90s that is a little bit lost on, on movies today. But yeah, okay, good pick. We'll check it out. So for my final, hopefully we don't double up again, but so far, I think we're doing okay. We've only doubled up once. And I want to go big with my fifth movie, and yep. it's one that I had seen before, but so I was doing a rewatch, and I went with the day after tomorrow. You know the movie. Oh wow! Okay, it's pretty big. If you're unfamiliar, it came out in 2014, directed by Roland Emmerich. So we've talked about one of his movies already, or two of his movies. Did he do 2012 as well? Was that his? I mean, yes. he definitely did yep. Independence Day. Oh, okay, so this is the third one of his movies that we've that we've talked about it stars dennis quay jake Gyllenhaal, ian holm you know what i think this is why i got your game so easy earlier <laughs> it was part of my <laughs> prep for this it's all coming <laughs> back to me now um, the plot for the movie when a sudden worldwide storm begins to plunge the entire planet into a new ice age uh paleo or uh, paleo climatologist sounds right Jack Surely Hall, not really. who is Dennis Quaid's <laughs> character, he undertakes a dangerous trek to New York City to save his son from the disaster. So I like that aspect of it. So the visuals, even today, I think do hold up because for the most part, you're not really seeing people. You're seeing Cityscape. There's these big set features. So even you know, back in 2004, watching the effects today do stand up pretty well so you 've got all this big action going on, but in the heart of it it 's just a- it 's the son and father being reunited, and then a dad that will stop at nothing to reach his son so that 's what works for me you 've got the action and then you 've got the human drama, and you know it was it was pretty fun it was you know i 'm not going to be in a hurry to watch it again um but for for this, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, yeah like this movie is a um i mean i i considered it for my list but i was like nah and for for a couple reasons um it might have actually been maybe like one of the first you know movies where i was like this is the type of stuff that you should be watching on the big screen you know that the scene with like the big tidal waves hitting new york city the people scurrying through the streets, running into the library, like all of that, that visual experience is like, that is the key takeaway of the movie where I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. This is why I love disaster movies. The rest of the movie, although, you know, I, I get stuff from it, it's pretty boring. Like it's it's fine, it's okay. And, you know, there is a story to it and it's all about the, you know, the, the drama of the, of the people trying to survive and the father looking for his son all that kind of stuff trying to save him And but yeah it, it, after that big set piece it kind of I mean there's wolves and they look kind of funky but yeah but there's more stuff going on they use it for the no, um, there there is DVD there is. and Blu-ray artwork of the Statue of Liberty Frozen it looks cool so there's a lot of really interesting things to look at in this movie so I think for that reason and again I picked my five I was committed <laughs> To having them <laughs> to talk about today and and i just knew from watching it all those years ago that this was a big disaster movie. so maybe not the best but it's one that it's very big in scale yeah lots of it's right, so <laughs> like i guess they're your five all right i'm on to my last one i just want to quickly mention the two i did have on backup which i'm not gonna which I'm not gonna obviously use, but I figure I'll just tell you what they are just for fun. I was I had the Impossible, the J. A. Bayona movie as a backup, which is that movie with Naomi Watts and Ian McGregor, and a and a little a little Tom Holland is in there as well. That's the one about the December 2004 tsunami. Good, yeah, movies. Yeah, good yeah. movie. Yeah, good drum. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, actually really good. Um, I also had Independence Day uh, as a backup. Yeah. You know what, it, but, it's, one, it's one of those where you'd kind of think the other person would have it. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to put it on my list because surely looks. Like, but yeah. you know what, we mentioned Ro- Is it Roland Emmerich. Roland not, Emmerich. <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> that's, Emmerich yeah. that's the good thing about doing the segment, segments, that you end up like checking, like name-checking all these other disaster movies even if they're not part if yeah. the five picks. So, you know, we talked about Independence Day. Obviously, we love it. And I, again, like, I've already kind of done an alien movie. But having said that I've already done a boat sinking movie but I'm doing this anyway Titanic Oh how could you <laughs> <laughs> Um I just figured remember at the start we go all the way back to the beginning of the podcast I talked about the you know the the big boom of 70s disaster movies then it kind of dulled away and then it came back in the 90s what brought it back Titanic I mean there were movies you know like we had like Jurassic Park with the boom of like special effects and stuff but it was james cameron's titanic that brought back that big blockbuster although you know a very well an award-winning movie the blockbuster of of a disaster movie but also not just a here's a disaster and sh- bad shit going down which is a big chunk of the movie but there's also so much more you know like the the drama the the period setting costumes all of that the the design of the the sets so much going on all the the social commentary with the wealthy and the not wealthy (laughs) you know the upstairs downstairs stuff the haves and have nots -nots. the haves and have nots it's there it's all like the movie has so much to tell and a lot of people usually bag me out for being like oh like you love titanic i'm like yes it's so good it's so good um If you're not familiar, which I'm sure you are, but I'm going to read... the the number one for the longest time, but okay, people are... For like six years, I'm pretty sure it was like number one at the box (laughs) office. I don't know. Number one single, number one movie. Oh, all of it. All of it. My heart will go on indeed. Um, This is an epic, action-packed romance, which follows two members of different social classes who fall in love during the ill-fated maiden voyage of the RMS Titanic the pride and joy of the White Star Line, and at the time, the largest moving object ever built. She was the most luxurious liner of her era, the Ship of Dreams, which ultimately carried over 1,500 people to their deaths in the ice-cold waters of the North Atlantic in the early hours of April 15, 1912. Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Billy Zane. Who else is in there? Kathy Bates. Bill Paxton. Again, there he is. It's all happening. Titanic, love it. You know, on the on the movie show recently, I recommended the podcast uh, Blockbuster and series two is all about James Cameron. And I'm at the part now where it's all about Titanic. So I feel like I'm very much living Titanic at the moment. And that's why when prepping for this show, I thought I will do Titanic. And I saw it was over three hours. I thought, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not, not going to through <laughs> that again. But there's so many interesting stories have come out about the making of it. How, you know, the, the studio that was making it originally, 20th Century Fox, they were worried about going bust. They spent so much money on this on this movie. James Cameron gave up his fee because he wanted to continue having create, full creative control. They had to bring Paramount Pictures on board as a co-financer, and all this stuff was happening. And even like the opening, you know, where you're underwater and you're seeing the Titanic, that yeah. was James Cameron down there filming the real Titanic. Yeah, like it's he was underwater like, for many years of his life. And even even... Yeah before and after this he was still researching well before this he did it for the abyss so his his love of the ocean like you know goes back to his to his childhood as i found out for the podcast but uh, but yeah i mean titanic i'm glad that you've put it on your list i'm glad that i didn't have to sit through it again to put it on my list so there you go we got i just feel like disaster he's like let's put in one of actual high quality and there it is titanic like you can't yeah, just it's so much so. And you know what? If you're just in it for the disaster, just start with the ice, Yeah, start with the iceberg hits. You still get like a good ninety minute disaster movie from it. But if you want all the other stuff, the characterization, which is all good stuff and it's yeah. all very important and you know culturally. It's we've all fair. seen it. It's all good stuff. We've, we've all seen it. You know, it, it is easy for people to shit on. It's like people do it with Avatar. And, you know, myself, like I'm not excited about all the sequels he's working on, but it's James Cameron. You know, when he puts a finished product in front of you, there's going to be something to to enjoy there. So I think it's easy for people to say, oh, Titanic's rubbish. Avatar," <laughs> But clearly enough people didn't think that because they kept going back oh, to the movies it. people speak with their dollars you know when i was um back in 2012 when i was managing a cinema chain here in australia uh we had the re-release of the three well, the, the well, release of titanic but the 3d release of it and at the end of my like shift i'd done all my you know bits and pieces counted all the cash all that kind of jazz locked it all up safely of course but i could just they were like oh hey, you know when you're done just go watch you know <laughs> sneak into a movie just watch the end of something if you want and, you know i wasn't doing anything dodgy they told me i could so i was like oh you know what i'm gonna check out the 3d titanic and it kind when i was finished I went in it was just when the iceberg hit oh. so i just i've seen i've seen the end of titanic in 3d and, and looked how mad. was it in 3d yeah it was about it's pretty good it was okay. pretty good so because i think james cameron was involved in like the the re- i'd say so. Yeah. 3Ding or whatever you call it of it, and I, you know, I don't rate the 3D stuff but it was pretty cool seeing those people fall off like the boat deck thing and I was just like whoa there's so many dimensions. <laughs> Honestly like- listening to the Blockbuster podcast I can say if he is attached or if he's involved in any way he's really involved. He's not just putting his name to something for the sake of it. So if they remastered Titanic in a, as a 3D movie it would have been him. Yeah, unless it's a terminator movie it's uh yeah anyway (laughs) hey dark fate even on that him and tim miller the director butted heads (laughs) anyway but that's it for um for our disaster special and that's it for our 250th episode Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films you Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Be sure to also check out our website, Podcast.com. We've got a review of Force of Nature coming soon. There's a hurricane in that movie. Does it counts? We could have almost talked about it here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully, the movie yeah. isn't a disaster. <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> Happy 2020, everyone. Hopefully, the second half of the year settles down. Also, thank you for sticking around for 250 episodes. Yeah, 250 more, do you reckon? Yeah, sure. okay that's that's not a verbal contract of any sort i'm gonna just make that clear (laughs) you've been listening to jason and luke the guys from that film stew for the 250th time see you soon